I was getting an allergic reaction every day to the chemicals that they were using. I was leaving work covered in a rash. So the environmental toxins that I was having to being surrounded by every day, then the stress and and the diet and the food that's over there as well. So it was an accumulation of a a lot of things. And I can't honestly pinpoint one thing and say that's, that was the cause. And it, it really made me look at my whole lifestyle and it's really shaped my way of looking at things holistically now because you know you can eat healthy food but if you're if you're stressed and you're anxious and you've got internal chatter that's just spiking cortisol every day you're not going to be healthy Welcome to Retreat Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Kate Williams. I'm a personal trainer, certified health coach, and founder of Retreat Yourself. If you're looking for a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life, then you've come to the right place. Each week, I'll be diving deep into what it means to live a life well-lived, holding thought-provoking conversations with some of the world's most inspiring people, leaving you with actionable tips, tools, and takeaways so that you too can lead a life well-lived. So grab a cuppa, sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's time to begin your journey to your most incredible life. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. I am very excited this week. I'm also a little bit nervous. (laughs) It's my wedding at the weekend, so I'm super, super, super pumped. But the reason I tell you this, I did mention in my last episode that I'll be going on a one-month-long honeymoon, which is very exciting. So I've decided that I'm going to take a break while I go on the honeymoon. I thought I'd better practice what I preach and take some time out for me. I haven't actually had a holiday since I started this business four years ago, so I'm very excited. What that means for you, though, is that next week will be our last episode until the 1st of April, so I'll be taking four weeks off. I'll still be posting on social media, so if you're wanting to stay in the loop there, you can go and follow along at retreatyourself underscore radio. I may even post some bits and pieces from the honeymoon as well. But onto today's episode, I had so much fun speaking to the energetic, beautiful and positive Tara Hanafi. If you don't know who Tara is, she's an incredible entrepreneur and model who studied health, psychology and the mind. So it's no wonder that she's so passionate about health and wellness. She's the co-founder and director of Liqueur Detox, which if you're one of our subscribers, you probably would have tried one of her products in our summer box. She was inspired to start Liqueur by her own personal health problems. She'd moved to the US industry and her health took a turn for the worst. As you'll hear in this episode, Tara's body was overloaded, sick, malnourished and deteriorating from the burden of environmental toxins and stress. She was inspired to create products that allow consumers to nourish, repair and detoxify through their largest organ, the skin. Liqueur began as a little side hustle in her parents' garage, and now they're sold nationwide and also in the US. She also has an alcoholic kombucha brand, Butcher Brothers. She's an international model and is studying Chinese medicine. She really is a woman of many talents, and as you'll hear in this episode, she has so much energy. In this episode, you'll learn that true health is a combination of the mind, body, and spirit. You'll learn what fulvic acid is and why it's a secret weapon for your health. You'll learn what heavy metals are and how they impact our body. 
You'll learn why detoxing is important and how you can tell if your body is in toxic overload and so much more. Please remember to tag me online. I love to see where you're listening from. I just really enjoy knowing that you guys are listening and enjoying the content. So if you've enjoyed listening along today, please post online and I really hope that you enjoy. Tara, welcome to Retreat Yourself Radio. Hello, thanks so much for having me on. Thank you for having me in your beautiful home. Oh, thank you. So, nice. <laughs> so with the podcast, as I was explaining before, I always like to start off with almost like something that brings you back down to earth or makes you seem quite human. Mm-hmm. We all have really quirky qualities. And I think sometimes like on social media, we can seem so kind of, yeah, just put together. I always like to start off by asking what your quirkiest quality is. Okay, first up, I love that we're starting with this because <laughs> if you were to look up probably in the dictionary, the definition of quirky, my face would be there with like holding up a peace sign and an awkward smile. Yes, I feel that. like ever since I was a kid, a way to describe me would just be quirky. I was always, I walked my own path. I (laughs) didn't care what people think. I went through weird phases and always had just, I don't know, if you got a list of quirky tendencies, I would probably tick a lot of them. Like (laughs) believes they have psychic visions, tick. (laughs) Has like crystals around their home, tick. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like not necessarily the way I look or the way I put myself together, but my beliefs and my personality, my sense of humor is really a little bit dark and quirky. So I just feel like in general, I am quirky. I feel like it keeps life interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. No point being boring. Yeah. All, yeah exactly. You've got to do you. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so obviously you've got liqueur detox, mm-hmm. which we recently featured in our summer box, which is an incredible product. Mm-hmm. And you've got a bunch of other stuff on the go. You're a model. Um, Um, you've got so many things happening. Can you explain what you do in your own words? I think I could sit here and talk about all the things that you do, but I think it's always really interesting to hear from the person themselves. Yeah, sure. So I I definitely would define myself as an entrepreneur and I do wear many different masks, um, but it all stems down to uh, my passion for health and wellness. So um, that's where all of my businesses and everything has kind of stemmed from. Uh, so, um, yes, I have liqueur detox, which is a range of body products that are infused with medicinal grade minerals to be able to heal, nourish and detoxify the body without having to eat anything. They're absorbed through your largest organ, your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a alcohol brand, brand, which on the surface doesn't sound like a health and wellness <laughs> thing, but we've um, created alcoholic kombucha. So, um, kombucha is fermented tea. If you're not familiar with it, we've fermented the tea so that it's 4% alcohol because fermentation naturally creates alcohol. Yeah. So we don't add any ethanol, anything. It's all raw, unpasteurized, uh, low sugar, low carb. It's a, it's a much cleaner alcohol. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good option for people who are health conscious and do still want to have fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been fortunate enough ever since I was in my 20s, I've always... Um, had modeling opportunities arise. So I still do do that when, when those, when that pops up. And, um, I've also decided to go back last year and, um, complete another degree in Chinese medicine. So I'm yeah, currently studying Chinese medicine as well. So 
Yeah, every I do wear many different masks and sometimes my my days will be so all over the place. I'm like, who am I? But it all does st- stem down to an entrepreneur who's passionate about health and wellness. Yeah, that's amazing. And helping other people essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm busy, but you just have like 50,000. <laughs> Honestly, I love being busy. Yeah. I hate being bored. I hate being trapped in the house. So I feel like I constantly want to be growing, evolving, doing more things learning, adapting. So that's just my personality. Yeah, so awesome. I feel like I'll probably always be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And what was your um, kombucha brand called? Uh, it's I called Butcher Brothers. Yeah, yeah amazing. Butcher Brothers. So yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. So what was your childhood like? I know that you're a Melbourne girl and mm-hmm. you've been here um, your whole life, but you did travel a lot, didn't mm-hmm. you? So can you talk a little bit about that and how that kind of shaped you to who yeah, you are today? Of course. So uh my childhood was definitely quirky. <laughs> um, my dad uh, is an engineer and has always worked overseas. So we either relocated with him overseas, we lived in Singapore, uh, went to school over there, or then um, we decided to move back to Australia and continue schooling here. And then four times a year, we'd just go and meet him either in the place that he was living in or somewhere nearby, like when he was working in Nigeria, it wasn't safe for us to go and meet him yeah. there. So we'd go to Europe to meet him. So I was really fortunate enough to be able to see a lot of the world from a really young age and it definitely did shape me and my personality um, to be resilient, not so overwhelmed by things that probably might overwhelm other people, less anxious and um, just a real ready to take the plunge into anything because even from when I was 16 and there was a long weekend and my dad would be like, come meet me for the long weekend, I'd just go and meet him by myself. My yeah, mum wouldn't awesome. come. So I was always travelling by myself from a young age as well and just experiencing different cultures, different people, different way of life and um, it definitely did shape who I am today yeah. um, and then having those experience and later in life I wasn't so scared to move overseas again by myself so yeah yeah yeah, my family and upbringing did definitely shape my personality today yeah totally and Mm -hmm. like going to meet your dad by yourself and doing all that travel you're totally right like it takes away that kind of fear element of definitely definitely yeah it's not so scary then yeah and I think that transfers over to being an entrepreneur as well because you're constantly making decisions and you're constantly doing things that are scary or could be deemed as scary. Yeah. But you're just happy to take the plunge. Definitely. Yeah. I think <laughs> even I look back to myself at school and even at school I hated hated being told what to do. Yeah. And so I just look, I. I just <laughs> and I should have known then that I was probably always destined to work by myself on whatever creative projects I had going. I was just made to be an entrepreneur, just my personality, just happy to take the plunge and also didn't want to have to, yeah, work for someone else. Totally. Mm. Yeah. I totally hear you on that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think the biggest thing that you've learned from traveling is that would apply to your everyday life now? Um, The biggest thing that I've learned traveling, that's a good question. I think, (laughs) um, yeah, (laughs) the biggest thing that I've learned traveling, uh, well, each, each place I feel like that I go to, I always get something out of. So it's hard to kind of put that under one bracket. And I feel like every overseas trip, I always get something out of. And I, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about traveling is being able to immerse yourself in other cultures and meet new people and a new understanding of life. So, um, yeah, every place that I go to, I always try and find something something new or immerse myself in their culture or history so that I can get those messages. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. With university, Mm -hmm. so you've had quite an interesting university experience. So you've done, you've tried a a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. 
could you explain a little bit more about like what you've studied and how what that kind of um, journey was for you sure. after school? So like I was saying earlier, um, even at school, I hate being told what to do. And <laughs> you had teachers saying, you know, pick your subjects. You need to work out what you want to do because then your subjects are going to define what university course you do. And then that's going to shape your career. Mm. And I always envied people who knew what they wanted to do from a young age. My brother, my best friend, everyone kind of knew what they wanted to do. And I honestly didn't. I had no idea. I had a passion in health and wellness and I always did from a young age. Um, but I, I wasn't sure what that future looked like. Yeah. So um, originally I started off in a health science degree. I did three years in that. And then this little voice in my head again crept in saying, what are you going to do after this? What job do you get after doing a health science degree. Mm. So then kind of had a bit of a freak out. I was still enjoying what I was doing, but young and impressionable thought I needed to then leave leave university and have a career. So I transferred into psychology. So then um, studied psychology, finished that degree. And um, once I graduated, I'd met my partner. My partner works in the music industry, is an entrepreneur as well. And he had the opportunity overseas. So because of my upbringing and everything, when he was wanted to move overseas, I was like, yeah, cool. I'll come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So awesome. um, moved overseas and um, the university degree that I did do allowed me to get a visa to work in the States. Oh, so it, it all was divine timing. It worked out well. So yeah, I definitely, so everything that I've studied right thus far was, you know, health, the body psychology, the mind. And now later on, after I've created this business and started the, um, the companies that I have, I've always wanted to go back and study more, but the, the, the liqueur products that we have, have Chinese medicinal herbs in them. So I wanted to immerse myself more in that holistic world and learn a little bit more about herbs and be a qualified Chinese doctor. So yeah, that's amazing. And it yeah. aligns so well. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So now I've gone back to complete my third degree in Chinese medicine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So many things on the go. <laughs> so when you're talking about moving overseas, you moved to LA, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yes. And yep. when was that? Two. We moved in 2014. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about this experience? Because is that where you started? Yeah. Liqueur? Yeah. That definitely um, shaped a lot of things, the change and the challenges that that moved brought on definitely shaped where I am today. So we moved over. Um all well and good, excited. I had the opportunity to model overseas. So it was easy for me to just go and work over there. Got the visa, was all well and good, went overseas. And then a few months in, around two months in, I started to get pretty unwell. My hair was falling out. I was put on nasty medication that made me put on heaps of weight. My nails were flaking off. I was just stressed and everything was kind of falling to pieces. I'd left my security blanket of home and, you know, your, your family, your support network. So it was a challenging time. So because all of these symptoms that I was having, the modeling definitely had to fall to the side. Mm. And that was, that was fine. That was what needed to happen at that time. So I had this idea of, um, whilst I was there creating products that, um, a bath bomb or something that you sit in the bath and allows you to absorb, minerals through your skin. Um, so I had the idea there and then because of my own struggles and my own illnesses, I was using natural remedies to help myself. And this, this whole journey formulated to where the product is now today, because the more I'd research, the more I'd find other things Mm. and put this together, put this together to help my own symptoms, created this product. And then I had other people believe in it and say, well, this is really great. It might help other people. So Mm. 
because of my own illness and problems that I was having, it kind of shaped that that the the basis of the company and the products. Oh, wow. What mm. was the cause of the, the? Look, I look back now, and no, I had my own frustrations at Western Medicine at the time because yeah. no one could give me an answer. Yeah. So that's also what kind of has shaped me to be more interested in alternate medicines and Eastern medicine. Um, So no one ever gave me a definite answer. I had the markers for um, celiac disease, Mm -hmm. but my liver looked like I had, uh, my liver was so shot. The doctor said, it it looks like you have hepatitis, but you don't have hepatitis. Um, My hormones were really off. And honestly, um, a combination of the uh, moving to a new place that the environmental toxins and stresses are so much worse than we have here. You know, our air, our water, our food, everything here is just so much cleaner. And moving over there, I was working this job where I was getting an allergic reaction every day to the chemicals that they were using. I was leaving work covered in a rash. So the environmental toxins that I was having to be uh, being surrounded by every day, then the stress and and the diet and uh, the food that's over there as well. So it was a, a an accumulation of a, a lot of things and I can't honestly pinpoint one thing and say that's totally, that was the cause yeah. and it, it really made me look at my whole lifestyle and it's really shaped my way of looking at things holistically holistically now because you know you can eat healthy food but if you're if you're stressed and you're anxious and you've got internal chatter that's just spiking cortisol every day you're not going to be healthy. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you know, health is holistic and it's a combination of mind, body, spirit. So, um, I really had to look at, pick apart everything and work on everything to be able to get my health back. Yeah. And toxic overload too, I suppose. Mm, Like you're in that environment. If you're like stuff going on at work, you're already not very well. Yeah, exactly. And the food over there, just like, you've got to be way more careful with what you're eating that, you know, the meat and the chickens are full of pumped through of hormones, unless you're buying organic or, um, the wheat is sprayed with Roundup in, a, in, a, in their way of processing the wheat. So if you're eating gluten, then you're getting these trace amounts of Roundup, which is a, a horrible chemical in your diet every day. So the, just the processing of everything was a lot harsher over there and that definitely took a toll on my body. Yeah, just the mass production of everything. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. How long were you in LA for? So I was on and off there until 2017. Oh, yeah. So yeah. three years. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Did you enjoy it otherwise? I did. It was fun. Um, I definitely had it, especially once um, I started to sort out my health and I was feeling better and enjoying life a little bit more. I really did have a good time. But um, after a matter of time, the, the rose-coloured glasses do come off and totally. I really do love Australia and what we have here and opportunities and just the way of life. So um, I definitely will always call Australia home, even if I do have many homes all over the place. Australia's always got my heart. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How did you begin Liqueur? Yeah, so um, basically I had the idea whilst I was there in the States, um, had the inspiration, then was struggling with my own journey of health problems, was coming up with natural remedies to help myself and infusing that and using that inspiration in the products to create something that was really healing to the body, mm-hmm. a way to reduce inflammation, reduce the toxic burden on the body um, and really nourish the body from the outside in. Um, so that kind of formulated from there. And then we started, I started just making them by myself. I was making these, it started out first with the bath bomb, the, um, our detox bomb. So that was the first product that I had and I was just making them by hand and I was coming between America and Australia, spent a bit of time at my mom's. I had this like little 
thing set up in mum's garage and I had this like machine where I was pressing these bath bombs by hand and I was covered in dirt (laughs) and not dirt but all the muck from the um the bath bombs and creating these products just out of the garage at mum's house so started off really just as a little side hustle and uh then we got the opportunity to sell in retail in the U.S. and we were in Urban Outfitters and then we had manufacturing That's out so in the amazing. U.S. So it was just these baby steps from there, from making them at, in mum's garage to then having a manufacturer out in the U.S. retailer and then we got the opportunity to um, sell them nationwide in Chemist Warehouse in Australia. So then we set up manufacturing in Australia as well. Yeah. So it was really just this organic growth from a little side hustle of these healing little things that I was making for myself to help my own symptoms. Other people were getting relief from them as well. So now they're sold nationwide. That's so awesome. Yeah. I also feel that like the best products and ideas come from looking at like a problem that you might have or yeah. look, and finding a solution for it. So it's really incredible that you've done that. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, and creating stuff rather than looking at things from a monetary value. And I just want to, you know, a quick, right, let's get rich quick scheme or something like this, making something from integrity and something that you believe in and something that's got, you know, a really positive, it's going to bring something to positive to someone. It's a good basis for any sort of business or company. So I, I, yeah, I strongly believe in that. Yeah. What ingredients do you have in it and why are the ingredients? So each product's different, but the two, um, the two main ingredients that we have is this trace mineral complex called fulvic acid. And it's used in, um, herbal medicine and in Chinese medicine, it's actually used in hospitals there to treat anyone who has heavy metal poisoning or mercury poisoning. So um, it's a really, really one of the most potent antioxidants and anti-inflammatories that are known to man. So, and it's just not in any, any product. And it's this little hidden gem that no one's really using or incorporating into their diet. It's used a, a little bit in agriculture because the minerals that are in this mineral complex are, really bioavailable through um, through your cell membrane and it works the same on plants. So they can use it as a fertilizer to really increase the nutrient, uh, the nutrients in plants. They wow. So they put it in the soil or spray it on the plants and it pumps up the nutrients yeah, in the amazing. plant and it has a similar effect on the body as well. So yeah. it increases nutrient absorption in our body as well just using this, yeah, this mineral complex. Um, so all of our products in the liqueur range have the, the fulvic acid trace mineral which is medicinal grade. So we source medicinal grade, the same that that we'd be using in hospitals to treat mercury poisoning or anything like that. And we've also got um, magnesium oil, which magnesium oil is um, obviously fabulous. And uh, it's a really great, a great way of using it is a transdermal application rather than taking a supplement because often it's not as bioavailable to the body and water soluble. So you might just pee it out. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> you, you'll often take a multivitamin or something look at the color of your pee and you'll be like, wow, that was an expensive totally. pee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just peed out that multivitamin. So <laughs> we're bypassing the gut with our products and it's a way of absorbing these minerals without having to break down the food, absorb it through the gut. It's just going straight into the blood bloodstream through your skin. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so interesting because yeah. yeah, you get sold supplements all of the time and mm. I'm sure everybody listening has had a moment where they've peed in the toilet and it's been like bright yellow. Yeah. Like bright green. It's of like, is that vitamin B? <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's awesome that you can put on your skin and it and it really um absorbs through as well yeah but you know there is this this movement of people being becoming more conscious about what they eat and what products they're putting on their body which is fantastic and you know a more natural movement um 
but no one's really thinking of their body and their skin as their largest organ. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're you're consuming stuff and making sure you eat organic or natural food and putting natural products on. But why not just utilize your skin as a way of being able to heal and nourish as well? Mm. Because you can actually get you know nourishment through your skin if yeah that's if the, yeah the minerals are able to absorb through your skin totally and there's so many like we're talking about being in LA like the toxic overload mm-hmm. every single day you know even just going outside we're absorbing toxins through our breathing and through our skin exactly and, and it, it's such a it's such a dark tunnel to become consumed by because you the more you look into it the more then you get worried and sometimes the stress of thinking oh you know I'm breathing this air or I'm drinking this water or what chemical cleaners are in my car or what carpet cleaners is the carpet cleaner using like it's so overwhelming yeah and that's how I started to feel once I immersed myself in this world you know I was noticing what was happening to my body I was becoming more conscious of what was happening around me but it was creating more anxiety and you shouldn't live in fear and unfortunately there's just no way of avoiding it you can't you can't avoid what's happening and you know sometimes for example as well like heavy metal for example heavy metals like mercury are past there's studies that have shown that they're even they bioaccumulate so it starts off in the ocean a fish is swimming in the water and it's absorbing the mercury out of the water. Then a bigger fish comes along, eats that fish, and it's getting the mercury out of that fish. A bigger fish comes along, eats that fish, and that. So the the mercury is just accumulating along the food chain. And large fish like tuna or shark, flake, anything like that, have really really high amounts of mercury in them. Yeah. Um, and then we're eating those Mm. and it's studies have even shown that it can, it's passed on even through the mother's placenta. So for example, you might have in your body, some of the toxic overload that your mother had or your grandmother had because the, the fish or the, the asbestos or anything that they came in contact with can be passed through the placenta to the baby. Mm -hmm. So you, how can you, you just, there's, it's a, there's just no way to avoid these things. So incorporating things into your lifestyle that are helping to reduce the burden that's on your liver every day and helping to, you know, just give your body the best shot is the best way at kind of looking at your life rather than running around in fear. Yeah, absolutely. And in saying that, like you're saying about the anxiety Mm. that creates like an acidic environment in your body as well. If you're constantly stressed your gut like your gut health or your gut bacteria um turns quite acidic and yeah it's not a great environment for your body to yeah definitely and I kind of you know I'm a big one for detoxing but also detoxing it doesn't just have to be physical there's a Mm. there's a threefold thing to this it's like it's also a mental spiritual and physical thing you know sometimes you need a detox from those negative emotions which is a mind or, you know, detox from the, the food or the pesticides or anything that you're coming in contact with on a physical sense or also from a spiritual sense, you know, like I was saying before about I'm quirky, like negative energies or any, any vibes or anything that you're coming from, like just detoxing is a broad term that can be applied to anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And like toxic relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And your thoughts can massively influence everything else. Yeah. And like I said before, you can be taking care of your body, but if you're not taking care of your mind and you don't have healthy thoughts running through your heads, healthy relationships, and you're constantly stressed, cortisol is the worst, you know, you you might just be doing more damage than eating the bloody hamburger in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. If somebody was to use your product, like Mm -hmm. what kind of benefits can they see? Sure. So, um, 
one of the major ones is a really, really potent anti-inflammatory. And unfortunately, just due to modern lifestyles, whether it's our food, our diet, our environment, our, our lifestyle, our relationships, our work, everything can be quite inflammatory and um, the uh, our ancestors and everyone before us just hasn't – no one's lived this modern lifestyle that we are living right now. So I find a lot of people are suffering from chronic inflammation and um, even if you're not aware of it and even if you think you're healthy, you still might be suffering from that inflammation. Yeah. So um, a big one for our products is it's a really, really potent anti-inflammatory and anyone who has any like um, chronic illness um, – autoimmune conditions, have this uh, chronic inflammation, inflammatory diseases are really seeking relief from the products. And, you know, we'll be getting messages saying, oh, I'm pain-free for the first time. I've got arthritis. Wow. And so uh, lupus, fibromyalgia, anything like this, um, these people are really seeking, uh, finding a lot of relief from the products because it is a really, really potent anti-inflammatory. And so that's a, that's a big one for us is the anti-inflammatory. And, um, just the the healing properties that are in these um, products that allow your body to remove it binds to toxins that are stored in your body, allows your body to break them down easier and remove them. So um, you're just getting an overall boost to your vitality. Yeah, definitely. And they talk a lot about disease mm-hmm. uh, forming and inflammation as well. Like mm-hmm. inflammation is a place where disease lives. So yeah. yeah, to get rid of that is really, really important. Yeah, definitely. How do you reckon you can tell if your body is in toxic overload? Like even if it just is to a certain degree, like what sort of symptoms do you think people will be experiencing? Yeah, look, anyone who does suffer autoimmune conditions, that's also that's a big red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, any skin conditions it can also be a, a sign of inflammation. A big one that I find that I can just see on people every day and it's really obvious and it's is puffiness. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you might have eaten something last night, even if it's healthy, and then you wake up in the morning and your eyelids are fat and puffy and you've got this big puffiness under your eyes or you look, your face looks rounder, you can't see your cheekbones, you can't see your jawline, you might be holding water retention somewhere in your body, you might be bloated, you might feel it on your legs or your stomach. The water retention is a sign of inflammation in the mm-hmm. body and um, that's a really big one to, to notice. And if you're seeing these signs, try and work out what's causing the inflammation. And there's no one size fits all for this and everyone needs to be more, it's great for everyone to be more aware and more self-conscious and be able to work out what are their inflammatory triggers. Yeah. I know for, for example, for me, I can eat a bag of French fries, which is unhealthy and have no inflammation and be fine. I'm from Irish descent, so I'm probably born <laughs> to eat potatoes. Yes. Um, but <laughs> then great. give me a healthy like whole wheat wrap and I'll just wake up and my body is just so yeah. inflamed. Yeah. So you, you've got to be able to find what works for you. So yeah. um, that's also a big a big one is just seeing the water retention and the puffiness. That's also a sign of inflammation. And I, I don't think a lot of people are aware of that. Yeah, I definitely am so in tune with that. Like yeah. if I have pizza or if I had a few drinks, I mm-hmm. always wake up puffy. Yeah. Like my hands are kind of swollen yeah, and my cheeks yep. get puffy and my eyes are a little bit puffier. Like, yeah, totally. And that then translates to anyone who has like chronic pain or anything, the inflammation is just going to create more pain in the body because, yeah. you know, your cells, there's more water retention in the body, which is creating more pressure, which is creating more pain. So it's just, if you're having any of these symptoms, you should be looking back to, what you're doing and a a big one as well is um I find people can get very inflamed from exercises that don't work for them Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. so um you know you might think oh 
F45, everyone's doing this F45. Don't get me wrong. Exercise is great. You should be doing a healthy lifestyle, but you've got to work, work out what works best for you. And a 45 minute high intensity workout where then you feel like you need to have a sleep on the couch and you wake up the next morning and you're all puffy might not be what is best for your body. You might respond better to, you know, going for a run or doing some Pilates or some yoga. So, um, I also find that if I'm doing a workout or something that is, creating too much stress for my body, that spike in cortisol and um, that just that overload on my adrenals and everything creates an inflammatory response in my body. And mm. you want your exercise to be anti-inflammatory. You don't want to be going to the gym and slugging slugging your butt off to then feel inflamed and exactly. crappy afterwards. So yeah. that's also a big one. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, exercise definitely puts a lot of stress on your body. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing the wrong yeah. The wrong exercise for you makes mm-hmm. total sense. I notice that if I'm feeling inflamed or puffy, I'm more irritable and moody. Like yeah. it has a massive impact on my headspace, like brain fog and everything. So yeah, definitely. It, it affects everything. So um, becoming more conscious of it is really powerful for your health and wellness. And to take back some of that control, it can be really frustrating as a person who is in, you know, is sick or is trying to better themselves and you're eating stuff that you think is healthy, but it still might not be agreeing with you and you still feel kind of crappy or you're still suffering from these inflammatory responses. So yeah, working out what works best for you is really empowering. Yeah, absolutely. And from a holistic point of view as well, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, definitely. So I always like to, um, with every person that I interview, I'd like Mm -hmm. to talk about our 10 pillars. So Mm -hmm. We have very much the same beliefs. Mm-hmm. At Retreat Yourself, we definitely believe that health is holistic. Like it's not just, um, you know, one, like food and fitness. That's not the, the be all and end all. Definitely. Um, it's the whole picture. It's your stress, it's rela- relationships, it's everything. I also studied holistic health and we literally studied all of these different areas. So I like to talk to each person that I interview and kind of get their top tip in each of these areas. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to start with mind. Um, I always start with mind. Mm-hmm. I always say this, but I think mm-hmm. it's the most, the most important part. It's kind of what drives everything else. Sure. I want to know what your number one tip, because obviously we've been talking about stress being, um, creating inflammation in the body. What is your number one tip to lowering stress? To lowering stress is definitely being mindful. I know it's very cliche, but, um, you do have the power to be able to switch off those responses. So even if you you are you know you're running late or you're you've got a busy day ahead of you, being conscious of your thoughts and listen to your breathing. So are you shallow breathing into the top of your chest? Is it? <laughs> listen to that, listen to the thoughts that are coming into your mind because you can rewire your body to switch off from that fight or flight response. If you're doing the deep breathing, even during, you know, you're going to be late for the meeting. That's okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. You can switch off that response by being mindful about it to try and reduce the the burden that the cortisol of cortisol in your body. So doing the, the deep breathing, a good one is to just breathe in really deeply for four breaths, hold at the top, breathe out for four breaths. And when you feel like you're having these stressful moments, be aware of it, be conscious of it. Don't let it overtake your day. Retrain your your, um, breathing and it's a way to shut off that response. So that's a really powerful one, I find. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, putting it into perspective, I think. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time the things we get stressed about aren't really worthy of the amount of stress that they create. Yeah, and stress is great. You know, it's a biological function to keep us alive. Mm. We need it with that. But... It's just that we're sitting in 80% of stress instead of 80% of relaxation, 20% of stress. So um, we still do need it physiologically to function. So um, 
it's not that it needs to go away totally. It's just being able to recognize that it's there and when it's unnecessarily there, yeah. be able to turn it off. Yeah, amazing. Cool. <laughs> Nutrition, what? So obviously a huge part of inflammation is food. Mm-hmm. With diet, because a lot of people are probably sitting there being like, well, what do I eat? Like, yeah. you know, what's what's some foods that are going to stop or lower inflammation or at least not make it any worse? Yeah. What would you suggest? Like I said before, this definitely is not a one-size-fits-all of what is going to create inflammation for you. Mm. There are foods that are obviously – more friendly than others and generally work for a lot of people and they tend to be plant-based and anything really high in antioxidants like your blueberries or wild blueberries, they're really great because antioxidants are really great to um, combat free radicals and help reduce inflammation in the body. So antioxidants are a great one to always incorporate into the body for any anti-inflammatories. Yeah. So it's like bright colored fruits and veggies. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, um, like I said, you've just got to work out what those inflammatory triggers are for you and try and avoid them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think for some people like vegetables, like, um, uh, eggplant or potato, the nightshade veggies can exactly. be more inflammatory. So yeah, totally test out what's, yeah, you've you got to work out what's best for you. Even, you know, sulfurous vegetables, like a cauliflower or a cabbage or anything like that. Some people can eat them and feel totally sluggish and really bloated and the high concentration of sulfur in them is really creates gas in the body. So yeah. you've got to work out what's best for you, but generally antioxidants are just a great um, umbrella for anything to reduce inflammation. Amazing. I love that. So movement, obviously you said before that um, choosing a movement that's best for you, Mm -hmm. what would you say like for you is the best um, exercise to do that won't cause inflammation? Look, it changes. Yeah. And um, I think too many people are not listening to their bodies and adapting and and grooving with what your body's telling you. If I'm going through a period of a lot of stress and I'm really, you know, overwhelmed with business and work and everything else that's going on, a high intensity workout is not necessarily what's right for me at that time. I'm already functioning at this level of like getting stuff done. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Having that fast paced workout doesn't make me feel good. I'll come home and I'll be tired. It doesn't, I might put on weight. It it works in the reverse sense. So when I'm going through those times, something more friendly, like a nice long walk, you know, especially early in the morning before I've had breakfast or a yoga class or a Pilates class or something a bit more gentle is definitely more friendly for me when I'm in those states. But then when I'm on holidays or I'm, you know, I'm not as overwhelmed with everything that I've got going on, I can go and smash out a boxing class and do a hit class and feel fabulous. So you've got to be able to adapt and move with what your body's telling you. Your body's sending you messages every day and too many people are not listening to them and you need to become more conscious of how you're feeling what the signs and symptoms of your body are trying to tell you and if you can work it out it's a really empowering tool to be able to utilize to work out what's best for you yeah yeah amazing I love that because yeah so many people push through they're like I need to go to yeah, F45 every I need day. to go to F45 every morning and uh, do this and do that and eat this and eat that and the stress of it sometimes is so much on the body that it, it does the opposite you know how many people like go on holidays, chill out, don't exercise, kind of eat whatever and lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because you're happy. Yeah, exactly. Don't push yourself to be doing something that doesn't work for you because mm. it's not going to have the effect that you that you want. You need to be able to listen to what your body's trying to tell you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, amazing. So I'm going to change the tune a little bit mm-hmm. here. The next mm-hmm. one is love, um, which yeah. can be like the relationship 
you have with yourself. It can be like your romantic relationship, it sure. can be your family, friends. But I want to talk to you about obviously you and your fiance. Okay. <laughs> 11 weeks, which Yay. is super exciting. <laughs> you both are super busy. Like you've yeah. got Butcher Brothers, you've got like your, um, he's obviously entrepreneurial as well. How do you find the balance between all of that and spending time together and nurturing your relationship? Yeah, look, it can be difficult and it is just making that conscious effort sometimes. But, you know, we live together, we work together, we spend a lot of time together. So it is difficult sometimes to just switch off Mm. and you need to sometimes just make schedule in a time. Okay, it's the weekend. Let's go for a hike and we can't use our phones like it's just me and you so it is um, uh, you have to make that effort to be able to schedule in to be able to switch off together because it is easy to just get swept up and trying to hustle and do this life together that you you actually don't have time to just slow down and enjoy yeah enjoy just you two so yeah um that's that's a big one to to definitely schedule in just you time. Yeah, amazing. Cool. Purpose. So you've changed focuses and direction Mm -hmm. quite a few times in (laughs) your life. I think a lot of people struggle with having the confidence to to commit to doing that kind of thing. How have you had the confidence to follow your your internal compass? That's a great question. And I feel like um, it's definitely super important. And having the self-confidence and the the trust that the universe is supporting you on your journey. Like I said, I'm a bit quirky, so the spiritual talk, but when you're, you've got, you're listening to that internal compass and you've, you're, you're listening to your purpose and working towards that things kind of fall into place. And I really believe in that. And I think that's, um, a really, the universe will remind you that you're on the right path. So I always get little reminders or little roadblocks if I feel like this isn't the right way that I'm meant to be going. So listening to the signs and the things that are happening always is a, gives me that extra confidence to feel like I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right thing and I'm walking in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Just trusting. I think. Yeah. Trusting, Ultimately. trusting and having faith that you're doing stuff for a greater good and you're not just doing things from a egotistical point of view or doing things for just purely money or anything else. You're doing it for the greater good or you've got, you know, you're creating something that you're passionate about and something that's going to help other people. I think the things do fall into place easier than when you're doing stuff from an egotistical point of view. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of the the travel that you've done would have helped with the trust factor as well. Yeah. I think that a lot of people might not, they may have lived in the same place their whole life and always gone to the same job. So they've never had to really kind of step out of their comfort zone and yeah. do something new. But I think every time you step out of your comfort zone, you get a little bit more courage and a little bit more courage to, definitely. to do it. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So for anyone listening, just step out of your comfort zone and give yeah. it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just have the confidence to know that the universe will support you on your journey if it's coming from the right place and you're doing something that's for a greater good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. Self-care. So you're Mm -hmm. such an inspiring entrepreneur. You you are so inspiring and I'm sure you have a very busy schedule as Mm -hmm. we've already talked about. What's one self-care moment that you, uh, is non-negotiable for you? Food. Food. Yeah. Yeah, Look, I've kind of over time, almost broken that really emotional connection from a sense of with junk food. Mm. I, I'm, I have a bit of an addictive personality and I'm addicted to feeling good. So, uh, I'm really, really highly gluten intolerant. I cannot eat wheat whatsoever. And I just never break from that. It doesn't matter how stressed or upset or anything I am. I don't resort to food for some sort of like emotional comfort blanket. Mm. So something that I'm always, it doesn't matter if I'm traveling 
stressed, tired, I always make sure I'm fueling my body with the right stuff that works for me. So yeah. definitely food is a pillar for me that doesn't seem to waver. Yeah. It makes you feel so good though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I love it. I love cooking. I love going to the market. I love getting new ingredients. I love making things from scratch. It's such a like comforting, relaxing thing for me to do when I have the time. Yeah. So I, yeah, I love doing it as well. So it brings me joy. Yeah. Amazing. So good. Mm. Sleep. What is your number one tip for getting a good night's sleep? Obviously with so many things on the go, your mind must be like all the time. Honestly, I I hate to say this because people will hate me for saying this, but I'm such a good sleeper. (laughs) I'm not a good sleeper. I hate people that are good at sleeping. Yeah. Like like, put me on a plane, I'm out. (laughs) It was, yeah. Ever since I've been a kid, I've just always been a really good sleeper. I think, I don't know, I'm not a very anxious prone person. I am very good at just switching off. So um, that's just something that I don't, it's probably from my family. My family is like so super chilled and just never really phased by much, especially my dad. So (laughs) he's probably personality rubbed off on me and I've um, always been that way inclined, but my partner Aiden is a terrible sleeper. (laughs) So, um, but from tips from him, uh, definitely always to just, you have to just meditating before bed yeah. because if you're able to switch off that little chatter in your head going, you got to do this. Oh, you got to do that. Have you missed this? Oh, switching that off is always going to be the best way. And using magnesium. Yes. Magnesium is a really great one for sleeping. So we've created the detox spray, which is a really great one because you can just spray it before you get into bed. So you don't have time to have a bath. You don't have time to, you know, create this whole ritual. The detox spray is a potent form of um, magnesium and the 75 trace minerals to put straight into your body when you get into bed you don't have to do anything so yeah that's a really good product to incorporate because it's super relaxing and will help reduce anxiety as well amazing so good Mm. environment uh which is obviously the environment in the world but also in your own home Mm -hmm. we've talked a lot about like toxicity um what would you suggest like how people would do say they were wanting to kind of use products that were better for the environment and better also for themselves as well, like Mm -hmm. lowering their toxic load, where would you say somebody start with that kind of thing? Well, education is key and just um, reading up on what is in stuff and um, where to buy products from. So education is always really great because you can, it's so overwhelming to look at the pack of stuff and see all these names and they might not necessarily even be bad things. It might just be the natural name of something in the scientific form and it's overwhelming to look at and you're like, I have no idea what that is. What I'm too scared to buy that, you know? So education and uh, just reading the backs of things is a really great, great place to start. Google stuff, Google, Google ingredients. It's a really good way to be able to become more conscious of what you're putting in your body, in your environment, cleaning products, um, you know, even things like air fresheners and um, perfumes, so many things are synthetic and can have a toxic burden, uh, create a toxic burden on your body. So just becoming more conscious of the products that you're using, mm. not just on your body, but in your environment as well. Yeah. There, I think there's a good app for that called Chemical Maze. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you can Google That's um, really ingredients. Good. Yeah. And it tells you, which is awesome. And the last one is fun. I think <laughs> this is so important. I think yeah. we often miss it when we think about being healthy and well and working yeah. and everything. We forget about fun. Mm, definitely. Um, what do you do for fun or what is something that you would suggest people do for fun? Oh, look, I love traveling and I'm always going to love traveling. You either have that travel bug or you don't. Yeah. And it's been in me since I was a little kid. So traveling is definitely what I do for fun. Uh, 
I'm fortunate enough that I've always been able to travel. Um, and if I don't have the chance to travel on, if it's just like a weekend or uh, even just a weeknight, I just love getting out into nature. Nature brings me so much joy and yeah. reconnecting with our beautiful uh, Mother Earth. It's so it brings you really back down to earth and makes you appreciate the little things again. So um, yeah, if, I, if I'm not traveling for fun, I definitely love getting out into nature and just socializing with my friends and family. Yeah, and it's important you get so easily swept up in your life. Um, that you can sometimes forget about that. And for me, I am definitely that way inclined. I'm always doing stuff. I forget sometimes to spend time doing fun, but sometimes you do need to just schedule it in. And if you make the effort to schedule it in, then you'll, I'll go and do it. So it's making that schedule at the start of the week, messaging friends or family, Hey, let's do a dinner this week and going there, switching off your phone and just enjoying the moment. So yeah, yeah, if you're like me and busy, just schedule it in and then you won't forget to do it because otherwise I'll go two or three weeks and then go, I haven't seen anyone. Yeah. Like I've been such a grandma. I'm either working (laughs) or at the gym or doing something. So for me, yeah, scheduling it in reminds me to to switch off. Yeah, definitely. And you feel so much more supported when you're around friends and of family. Of course, well. it's so important and that's what life is about. Yeah. It's not about the hustle, you know. Yeah. The hustle's great, but your friends and family and just enjoying life is what it's about. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's oh, been thank you for amazing. Having me. I feel so inspired. Oh, thank you. <laughs> for our listeners that want to come and find you and liqueur and everything mm-hmm. else that you're doing, where can they find you? So you can find us at Instagram or on Facebook at Liqueur Body, L-E-Q-U-R-E, the play on the cure. Um, uh, so, yeah, um, or liqueurbody.com.au. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How amazing is Tara? She just has such confidence in her abilities and I feel like there is absolutely nothing she can't achieve. Hopefully this has helped you to feel so inspired to step out of your comfort zone and follow your own path. I really hope you've enjoyed listening along to today's episode. And as always, if you don't mind taking a quick moment to write a review, I would be very appreciative. It really helps me to know that I'm on the right track and that you're enjoying the content. Thank you so much, guys, and I will catch you next week.